They fell, they fought, they hunted. Hello, and welcome to Spilling the Blood, a podcast dedicated to spreading the word of the blood hive. We will be breaking down each episode of Yellow Jackets, so while there will be spoilers, we'll try to keep them to the episode we're covering. No promises, though. Let's meet the members of this chapter of the blood hive before we get started. My name is Crystal. I live in Saskatoon, and I am a goon when it comes to soccer. So (laughs) I'm kind of mean. And I'm very much looking forward to covering this show because I love it so, so much. And I'm so excited to hang out with you girls. Crystal's lying. She's a sweet baby angel. She's not mean. (laughs) You've seen me play soccer. (laughs) Um, You mean in soccer? A little. Yeah. (laughs) I'm also, my name's Michelle. I'm also from Saskatoon. Um, I did play co-ed soccer once. And the girls are way meaner than the boys in it. So I guess maybe you're right, Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) hello i am katie and the sole american on this pod you're welcome and i'm sorry um (laughs) i live in new york city and yes this is one of my favorite shows of all time i'm not gonna lie it's up there it's it's a long list but it's definitely towards the top i have so many things to say i apologize (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Sherry. Uh, I live in London, Ontario. Uh, I am also a big fan of Yellow Jackets. Obviously, I guess we wouldn't be doing a podcast about it if we weren't. But I know that we've been talking about doing this podcast for a while. So I'm really excited that we're actually going to do this, especially with season two coming out very, very soon. I definitely did not play soccer in high school, was not athletic whatsoever. I always like to tell the story and you have to kind of know a little bit about baseball to understand this. But um, I played baseball growing up. That was our family sport. My dad was our coach and I was he put me in right field. So um, that says all you need to know about my um, athletic abilities. Yeah. If you were a teen girl in the 90s, chances are you read magazines like Sassy or Seventeen or YM, also known as Young Miss. These publications were chock full of insightful character analysis in the form of multiple choice quizzes. So in honor of that, uh, before we start talking about the episode itself, we're going to take a quiz and share our results with you. Of course, we have to kick it off with what Yellow Jackets character are you? And you can find the quiz we did on BuzzFeed. We will share the link in the show notes. So who wants to share who they got first? I can share. So this is Michelle. The one quiz that I took, uh, I did get Nat. I wasn't super surprised, except I'm not. I don't want to say disaster because I love her. I'm a little bit more stable, I guess. So, yeah, I wasn't surprised because her in high school is very similar to me in high school. Like, her aesthetic and, I don't know, just liking different types of music than most people in my class and, I don't know, maybe hard to approach a little bit. (laughs) So, I wasn't surprised by that. Crystal, who did you get? I got, as I feared, Misty. Oh, (laughs) You're strong-willed, nurturing, and feel things deeply. That's the Pisces in me. You care a lot about the people you love, and you'd literally do anything to keep them safe, like kidnap them or give them mushrooms. 
<laughs> oh mushrooms can't wait yeah so my intense emotions might get me trapped in messy situations from time to time but i'm always one step ahead of everyone else which i feel is not accurate but <laughs> that's <what> I'm <laughs> okay i'll go i took a couple different tests I took this really fun BuzzFeed one that I think all of us took. For that one, I got Van, and I'm not at all surprised. Uh, I am a very sarcastic human, and it says, I love that it just said, you're caring, funny, and kind as hell. I was like, yes, I'll take it. I was like, that sounds a little bit like me, not to be cocky. <laughs> and then I took, I took this really, I took that Enneagram test, which is kind of like about your personality. And this was funny because I got, I, I'm technically two different types. So I got two completely different people and one of them was Misty. And it's because it's a lot of what you said because of like my caring and like my fear of abandonment and a lot of that stuff that she has. And then I also got Ty because of like the overachieving and determination and all of that. So that was interesting. They're all completely different. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the other test, I guess, Crystal, and I can go back to. Oh, you go after. ahead. Sure. Oh, you want me to go now? I can okay. go if you would like me to reveal that the second test I took was also missed. <laughs> <laughs> and mine, so I got, I also got two. So one of them was Shauna, which Ooh. is the investigator. And then one <laughs> is Ben, who's considered to be the loyalist. Ooh. So, yeah. Was kind of surprised that on that. Sounds like you. Sounds like me. Investigator and loyal, for sure. I mean, I have a healthy suspicion of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good place to be. To be fair. Yeah, that's a good place to be. <laughs> yeah I don't know. So that was kind of interesting. I got Ben as well. I got the well, not for the. I'll tell you the personality test in a minute. For the Enneagram, I got the loyalist, and I got the artist, which there was nobody listed as an artist. So, which I thought was very funny because I'm not artistic in any way. <laughs> But they say that Ben's most defining characteristic is his responsibility and how reliable he is, which I guess is sort of me. Yeah. But the other character that I got, <laughs> uh, I also got Nat. You're headstrong, impulsive, and have a little bit of an edge to you. Yeah. Some people might think you're a little intimidating. Nobody's ever thought it was intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> but that's too, only because they have <laughs> only because they haven't taken the time to really get to know you. Deep inside, you have a heart of gold and just want the best for the people you love the most. That part's true. However, I think similar, Michelle, to you, like I, that was, I was never as cool as Natalie was in high school. I wanted to be, but I wasn't. But the music part, definitely. I would have listened to like the same kind of music that she listens to. Mm -hmm. I would have um, hung around similar people to the people she hangs around with. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. Speaking of high school. Where was everybody in their cliques? Because one of my, we're going to jump into this, but one of my favorite things about this show is every single one of these girls on this team is completely different. And I love that about things like sports because that's the only way that you bond is like that one thing. So what what about everybody? Where were they in high school? What little clique were you guys in? I just hung out with like the goody goods and like, all the same friends I had in elementary school. I never got into any kind of trouble. I don't know if I, if any of them would fit with me. I probably dressed like Nat's friends, not Nat, because she was too cool. <laughs> Deep down inside, I aspired to look like Nat, but I didn't really pull it off. And this is, I don't know. I don't want it to come off as cocky, but in high school, I was in. An advanced program, I guess. <laughs> so I was like, I was hanging out nice. with a bunch of nerds, but like within that 
probably my best friend out of that was like a full-on like goth girl but then I was also yes. hanging out too with like goody goody so I was somewhere kind of in between I guess but and then I was the girl that always wanted to go to shows and go see bands and yeah. Yes. Michelle, we would have got along so well in high school because that is exactly me as well. And I'm glad that you are the one that kind of broke the cocky ice because like <laughs> I was also I was like in the gifted program and like had all my friends were either in the gifted program or they were like the band geeks. And uh, yeah. And in some cases they mixed. <laughs> yeah, I was um, I was kind of like a floater in high school. We had and also strange high school where we the cheerleaders weren't cool which was interesting (laughs) because there was that whole like bring it on I don't know about you guys but that's one of my favorite movies and that was like a whole thing that you know cheerleaders and jocks they go together and they're cool and all of that but at our school they weren't like jocks still were and we had popular kids but I was kind of friends with everybody and we had it was also weird because the drama kids were cool and I was a drama kid so I was like I'll take it Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. You brought it back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even try. It's <laughs> nice. All right. So next we're going to go through uh, what we're calling the buzz, <laughs> uh, which will be our episode recap. I have something to say off the bat. Okay. Go for it. I will say, I don't know about all of you, but the beginning of this is so good. Like it caught Mm -hmm. me immediately because it's, I was like, oh my God, it's like a horror. Like I'm already afraid. I already don't know what's happening. Someone's running without shoes in the middle of the woods. And a nightgown in the snow. Clearly freezing her ass off and also terrified. I'm like, oh, I'm so in. And I I just think they started it so well because they're, this show's very good at hopping around between obviously all the flashbacks but also between scenes and the way that they splice little mini scenes in between. And this one was the perfect way to start, like start with the fear, start to where we're going to get. And I love it. And then when she falls, that is real gross in there. I feel bad. <laughs> for her. Oh yeah. Like her hand is twitching. So she falls into a pit. We're going to refer to her as pit girl for the rest of the episode. <laughs> we also she don't falls- know. So we don't know who it is. Yeah her hand twitches and because this pit has like sticks like upright in it. It's awful. And we don't know who it is, but we do see that she's wearing like this gold chain with a heart on it, which will come back Mm -hmm. later on in the episode. Symbolism. (laughs) (laughs) I also love the sound in the, the opening scene because like you hear all the sounds of like the woods, like you hear like birds squawking and like, and other animal like it, it you can tell there's no civilization around like it, this is literally in the middle of nowhere yep. and everybody's like they're so isolated and yeah it's ooh. I also said they set up things very very quickly because we're afraid we're in the middle of the woods we see weird symbols that are Blair witchy and we don't know what that is and that's going to be a huge piece of this mm-hmm. story and just a lot right away and obviously whoever created the trap is vicious and doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit about what it's catching yeah sometimes I have a really hard time starting new series even though I love tv and movies just because usually that first couple episodes is really just like character development and can be kind of slow but this one is just like a banger right out of the gate Mm -hmm. it just really sucks you in and yeah, a great first episode. So we see somebody come over. They've got like animal pelts and they're like just like completely covered other than you see pink converse. My favorite. 
Love it. Love that. And I don't think I've seen pink Converse on anybody yet, but I'm sure I, obviously somebody's wearing them. So then we shift so we, when we go to these interviews where like this reporter, her name is Jessica, is interviewing people, including my favorite person who I feel like she's a real housewife of whatever New laughing. Jersey city she's, this is. <laughs> Sitting there drinking your wine and smoking your cigarette. And she's like, that could have been me. <laughs> yeah. It's very, it reminds me of Big Little Lies a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that show. Oh, yeah. The beginning of like when they're interviewing people and it's the same in the book too, where it's very like, you know, pretentious moms among other people. I really love the Trig lady though. She's the best. Yeah, yeah they, didn't give, they didn't give a goddamn about trigonometry. <laughs> I have a question about that because they also reference trigonometry later on in yeah. the episode. Mm-hmm. Does the symbol have some Trig reference? Oh, I didn't think mm-hmm. about that. Probably not. I'm probably overthinking it. <laughs> no, I don't think you are. And we'll, like we can get into it a little more later, but I think there is uh, some some very specific something very specific going on with the the symbol and the references to trigonometry. Do you know what trigonometry is used for in real life? No, but I was going to say uh, change my enneagram test to the investigator. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Sean in there. <laughs> Trigonometry is used in real life for navigation oh. and figuring out where you are. A pretty rad. Pretty rad. Well, clearly that teacher is incorrect then. Someone gave a goddamn. I wrote down the bet. I thought this was the funniest line and I laughed so hard when I wrote this down. So we then see these trignorant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I'm here for the pun. I'm here for the pun. I'm here for it. <laughs> So we see these girls um, playing soccer. We're back in 1996, and this is a really big game for them. They're, like, all excited. They're hyped up, and they're all excited. They're hyped up. They win the game, and they're going to go to nationals. And they win the game because of a fantastic header by Jackie. And it's they they work really well together as a team, which I think is very important. There's not really anybody that seems like the leader. This is obviously Mm going to change. But uh, I think it's important because we can see – they're focused on the game. They're they not were thinking about other dialed things. in. Everybody mm-hmm. was at a hundred. Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought it was kind of funny when the coach like approached Jackie and was like, "You got something nobody else has." Like, yeah, kind of making it sound like she was the chosen one of the team to really wrangle everybody in. But at this point, like you said, everybody's working pretty well together. They are. Yeah, I think he means outside of. Because we'll learn about that too outside of the games. So now let's talk about Jackie and her boyfriend Jeff, and their oh very awkward sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, high school DJ booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if the DJ was way too amped up on coke or something, yeah, he's yeah, way yeah, too like, excited. Take it down a notch. Relax. Maybe he had really long fingernails. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. Oh, no. I hate it. it. I, I don't like it. Jeff is engaging in some very aggressive fingering. Mm. <laughs> As we said, he's the Skrillex of... <laughs> Finger, fingering Skrillex. Oh, goodness. Fingering Skrillex, yeah. And so Jackie's just like, I'm over this. And she fakes an orgasm because she's just like, I want I want this to be done. My turn. Fucker. 
And it's his turn, and then she has to brush her teeth. Read into that what you want. Best, best transition. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. So outside, uh, Jackie's friend Shauna is waiting in the car to drive her to school, and we see ja- uh, Jeff kind of climb out the window, and the two of them have this kind of weird moment where they share this awkward look. And then when Jackie gets into the car – the awkwardness kind of continues as uh, Sean is like, I thought you were going to pull off the Band-Aid. Like, what happened to that? And she's like, I don't I don't want to go to college a virgin. And she's like, wait, well, you guys are virgins? Like, um, well, you've been broken up a million times. So I just assume that Jeff isn't a virgin. Jackie's interesting to me because she's kind of like a nice queen bee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we get a touch of that. Like, she's talking about it all casually. Like, I didn't want to go to college a virgin. No offense. Like, not even... Yeah. Like pushing past There's her no way feelings. you could have had sex if I haven't had exactly. sex. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. And I feel like we get a little bit more of that like later when they're getting ready for the party. Thousand too, percent. But... A lot of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also learned that the two of them, it's maybe more one-sided than, than you initially think, uh, are planning on going to school, rooming together at Rutgers. Like Jackie has the color scheme of their room all picked out. And Crystal, again, like I thought of the very first Scream episode that we recorded for Scaredy Cats. <laughs> and we talked about like Dusty Rose and Green being like yep. such a thing in the in the 90s. Yes. And sure enough, they're going to do pink and green. But I feel like it's more of a pastel pink, like very yeah. preppy. What did she yeah. say? Palm Beach meets preppy. Yeah. Which yeah. makes me think of, are you guys watching Drag Race this season? Yes. Okay, and they had a challenge where they had to, like, do a whole, like, set of wardrobe based mm-hmm. on the co-host, like, ensembles. Yep. And so Ross Matthews' theme was Palm Beach, and it was all, like, pink and green and, like, palm leaves. <laughs> yes, they were very on point. It was very 90s. Yeah, so it was, that is it was what great. I was thinking of when they were yeah. talking about the decor. That was a percent. That's so funny. Uh, we learned that this little town in New Jersey is very proud of their sports teams. Well, they're mediocre boys baseball team uh, because there's actually like a like a billboard that says like you know go yellow jackets whatever baseball and that just riles jackie up try undefeated bitches we're going to motherfucking nationals yes i love it and she she's so cute i don't know Mm -hmm. i like jackie she's fun We flash forward to 2021, where an adult Shauna, played by the incredible Melanie Linsky, is masturbating in her daughter's room. <laughs> a choice no one should make. Yeah. No. As a as a like teen girl, not that I am currently. That was a weird way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> when when I was a teen, back when dinosaurs roamed, I um, if I ever found out just the idea, like why. Get out of your kid's room. That's so uncomfortable. I would I would feel so like weirdly betrayed by my mom mm-hmm. if I found out she was doing that in my room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would feel violated for sure. Yeah, that's where you do it. So it's weird. <laughs> like, get out of there, man. Wouldn't you also be like, my mom masturbates? Like, yeah, right? <laughs> too. I didn't I don't even wanna I don't wanna go. I don't there. even want to broach <laughs> that subject. It is in the distance. But she has chores to do, so, you know, she has to put the vibrator away for another day, where maybe she explores (laughs) another room. Who knows? (laughs) And she goes through laundry. She's tending to her rabbit-infested garden. And while she's outside, she is approached by a journalist named Jessica Roberts of the local paper, The Star Ledger. 
And instantly, Shauna gets her back up. She doesn't want to talk to her, but she does finally agree to give her five minutes. And Shauna's like, it was nothing newsworthy. Like, all these stories that are going around, they're they're not true. Like, basically, the plane crashed. A bunch of us survived. A bunch of us died. <laughs> that sounds so pleasant. A bunch of us died. <laughs> and the rest of us starved, and we scavenged, and we prayed to be found. And we learn for nineteen months. Nineteen months. Nineteen. It's it's not surprising that people are asking questions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they ha- ask questions. I mean, we learn a little bit every like couple of years because that's an insane amount of time. Something had to have happened for anybody to survive. And I mean, this is 2021. People have seen the movie yeah. alive. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. You survive a plane crash. And you're lost in the Canadian Rockies. How long do you think you survive? I think a lot of it depends on the people you're with. Yeah. That's kind of what we learn about this show. That's true. It's the people you're with and how you adapt together. And you need a misty. On each other. (laughs) You do. You honestly need a crazy ass little bit. (laughs) It helps. I don't think I would last long. A, I'm like, I'm always cold. I. Yeah, the cold would be hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the hardest part. Um, I'm clumsy. I'm not handy at all. <laughs> and I'd be delectable to a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> but your sweetness could be good because you need somebody that has that, especially when shit is My going sweetness? Down. Yes. <laughs> your dessert? No, 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 no. Oh, oh my God. Your personality. Because when people are going against each other, you could be a good mediator. Oh, that. okay. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I would survive for that. <laughs> so Jessica's not buying it. She's like, I could get you a seven-figure book deal. Mm-hmm. So you're not really doing much with your life anyways. <laughs> Can you imagine the interpersonal skills that she lacks dealing with someone who has trauma? She's just mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Whatever, you could have done so much more, you know, process your feelings with a therapist, maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then we get a switch from Shauna, which is very indicative of her character Mm -hmm. because she completely changes and he's like, listen, you smug little bitch. You don't know a fucking thing about my life, which is true. She doesn't. And it was a very fun, like, I was not expecting it because Mm -hmm. I think we said she was dressed like a frumpstress in her long (laughs) skirt and her, like men's t-shirt and then she mm-hmm. you know was a little bit sister wives and uh so it was fun to see her be kind of a bitch mm-hmm. yeah and she's the best kind too because it's soft-spoken and creep and well-deserved yeah yeah you just and deserved it. yeah i also love how she's wearing maybe the same flannel that she was yeah. in the car <laughs> with jackie <laughs> Well, and I think that's why the journalist thought that she could like approach her and manipulate her because she does seem so yeah. like soft spoken and sweet. And she, does. Mm-hmm. she didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You thought she was the weak link, but uh uh-uh, uh, bitch. Mm-hmm. No, quite she the survived. Opposite, actually. That says something. <laughs> it does. It does. She's not going to go to Thaisa and like try and get information no. from her. No. So Jessica doesn't get what she came for. And so she leaves. And then we meet. Natalie, played by Juliette Lewis. And Ooh. for a second, you're like, she has she has it going on. This woman has it together. She's doing yoga or meditating. Like, she's in front of, like, like on a beachfront. Like, it's gorgeous. 
but you realize that she's actually in rehab um, and she has to go to group therapy. But in the meantime, there's this quick little micro scene where we see Pit Girl being strung up in a tree, drained of her blood, um, and there are these like fur clad people surrounding her. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is- and they, yeah, and they, and she's naked, she's stripped, she's, there's three of them at least because someone's holding the rope, someone's watching, which is creepiest, mm-hmm. and someone's mm-hmm. slitting her throat. It's like she's an animal, you know? Yeah. They, there's no emotion there. And to think it's just, like, high school kids doing that. Oh, oh yeah. It's real scary. They're all, like, what, 17? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, high school kids are, are vicious. But yeah. <laughs> they are, never, but like, this is this vicious. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so we go back to rehab and group therapy. It is Natalie's last day, and she has some words of wisdom to share because they're like, hey, what, do you, what do you want to share with us? And she's like, find a purpose. She feels like the reason that she's been in and out of rehab is because she – lost her purpose when she came back from the plane crash, uh, from surviving in the woods. And she's like, she knows how what she has to do to get it back. She's going to get it back, and then she's going to be on on track again. Um, she also says, keep the tiger in the cage. That's how you keep your anger in, which I yeah. think is important because that's a through line in this story. And then we see 1996 Natalie, who is a bit of an enigma because she's like this badass punk. She's so cool. Like, uh, Michelle, I, I think so you much. said you, you – aspired to be as cool as she did me too 100 <laughs> but she like hangs out with the school dealer she hangs out with teen goth boy but she's also a really skilled athlete like she is dynamite on the field and they have this kind of run-in with some guys who are like show me your tits and the dealer <laughs> is like okay and like like lifts up his shirt which i thought was delightful um and also but he reminds me of Chunk from the Goonies, and I could like totally see him totally. being like truffle shuffle. Yeah, <laughs> jerk alert. <laughs> exactly. He's also a good friend, because thank you. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Delightful friend. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It is pep rally time. We meet more members of the soccer team. We have Lottie, Allie, Van, and Taisa. Allie, we saw at the beginning in the opening interviews with the girl who was like, that could have been me, smoking her cigarette and drinking her wine. She's, well, she's not everybody's favorite yellow jacket. Um, In fact, they're all pretty much not big fans of her. And before the pep rally, Jackie is called into the coach's office. Wait, are you going to say the really funny line that Lottie says about (laughs) Kelly Kapowski? No, go right ahead. Oh, I got it. I got it. Let's pull it it out here. We, uh, she goes, does does someone maybe want to tell Kelly Kapowski to maybe stop worrying less about prom and more about not fucking up nationals? Ooh. (laughs) Love it. And it's one of our first things of Lottie, so I love Lottie already. (laughs) Saved by the bell reference, always. (laughs) Love it. So Jackie is called into the coach's office and he gives her this weird little pep talk. And we've talked about it a little bit where he's like, I didn't choose you to be captain because you're good. Like Shauna's faster. Taisa, don't even get me started on Taisa. Like, you know. Is supposed to be a pep talk after he he hypes up everyone but her? Right? (laughs) Truly. Truly. But then he says, you're a leader. And can you handle these girls when things get tough? She has influence. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No one gives a good goddamn about the boys' baseball team. (laughs) (laughs) And like everybody's just like, but when uh, Good Vibrations comes on and that girl's soccer team comes out, the vibe completely changes. Also, Misty is freaking the hell out. She (laughs) is beyond, fight, fight, fight. Yeah. (laughs) Misty. 
Oh and we haven't really talked much about Misty because we, we don't really know much about Misty up we to this point. Her, but yeah. she is like the water boy, but the water girl. Exactly. A little bit of a weirdo. Sandler. Yeah. But the signs in the gym, so I was writing some of them down, are very animalistic. Like, oh. we can smell your fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, you're entering, now entering Yellow Jackets territory. Like, it's very, like. Smart. We go back to 2021 where Shauna is half-heartedly ironing while watching Jeopardy and she gets distracted (laughs) when she sees an ad for Taisa Turner's state senator campaign come on screen. And again, there's little hints as to what's to come because Taisa says, I want to lead New Jersey out of the wilderness. Mm -hmm. So clever. It's so So well written. The writing's very good in the show. And then next we meet adult Taisa in the flesh. She's getting photos taken for a profile in a Jersey, in Jersey monthly (laughs) Uh, with her wife and son. And the photographer calls her the queer Kamala. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Also, we get, we get a little hint because you said, you don't believe those nasty stories. Like we keep getting little like pockets of everybody's been talking about this for a long time. Clearly they still are. And we're going to talk about nineties fashion. But can we just talk about like their the way that that the two of them are dressed in the scene? Like they are mm-hmm. stunning, and they talk about like uh, you're, like you're like fire. the Kennedys, and like they look like even uh, like uh-huh. her wife's dress, and I can't remember her wife's name at the moment. Oh, I can't. Remember. I don't think we learn it in this episode, but she like her dress is very reminiscent of like a something like Jackie O would have worn. Like it's mm-hmm. just definitely incredible. So and she's together. she's also very preppy compared to how she was. Thais is really right. preppy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I like her little like bow, her top or whatever she's wearing is amazing. Very yeah, conservative. So mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. Yes. Conservative on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in 1996, the some of the Yellow Jackets are discussing the liability that is Allie. And they're kind of talking about the best way to deal with it. Should we freeze her out? Thaisa and Natalie are basically polar opposites. Natalie's like, how about we just yeah. play as a fucking team? Whereas Tyus is like, I love her. No, like we're gonna freeze her out. If she can't be aggressive mm-hmm. enough, we're gonna freeze her out. And Jackie isn't part of this conversation. And they're like, we're, like Jackie's not gonna like this. And I'm like, well, we're not gonna tell Jackie, are we? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. The team and the friend dynamics is really clear here. Mm-hmm. You can see the big difference now that's happening because they're all completely different humans. And so it's practice time, and assistant coach Ben steps in to run the practice, and Ty asks to switch sides so that she cover Allie. And Laura Lee wants to say a prayer first. Oh my which, god! That's the first thing we learn about this girl. So clearly, we know she's the Catholic one, the Christian, <laughs> right away. But we know this isn't going to go well. Ty is being very aggressive, and she just takes Allie out once she has the ball, um, and it's brutal because Allie's like there is a bone jutting out from her leg and it's awful and the music plays over it like in the scene like uh, like leading up to the actual accident accident um (laughs) is very like primal like it sounds like girls chanting Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. so creepy and misty steps in she presumably has the best intentions but she just makes (laughs) things worse misty what are you fucking doing (laughs) i love the coach he's like get out of here like Crystal, do you see yourself doing that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get in there and magic for everyone. Magic. Like, yeah, sadly. Maybe you're Misty before the woods, before it got Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't picture you just like, sta- like, the way that she's just like standing on the field is already giving you like the creep I vibes. Know. That wouldn't yeah. be Crystal giving Thank off the creep vibes. That's true. But. <laughs> 
enthusiastic <laughs> vibes, yes. Sure. Crystal's the best hype man, but... <laughs> and then we just have this awkward time in the locker room. So it goes from, like, you know, them being all pumped up and all excited and dancing around a salt and pepper to <laughs> just this awkward awkwardness because, you know, some people are That's like... Heavy. She did it on purpose. Other people are just in shock that this happened. Mm -hmm. And back in 2021, we meet Shauna's daughter, Callie, who references her mom's bunnies. So this is the second time that bunnies have come up. So Mm -hmm. Shauna has all these like little ceramic bunnies around the house and they talk about Callie's upcoming trig test. So bunnies and trig, Mm -hmm, weird combination, but yeah. (laughs) So Callie doesn't want to spend Friday night with her mom and her dad is staying late at work. Something that Callie's like, oh, sorry, mom. So we get a hint that something is not quite right there as well. Yeah. I will say I think her daughter, the first time I watched the show, I really didn't like her daughter. But I will say she's very good at being a teen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like at being like (laughs) casually bitchy and letting it like slide (laughs) underneath and being like, oh, no, I'll be back at midnight. Like just. Mm -hmm. I hate it because I have a five-year-old and I know that I was also that girl. But I'm like. Yeah. Uh, eventually my son's just gonna be like mom no just stay away from me and I'm like but I try to be the cool mom (laughs) (laughs) the cool mom I'm not like the other mom yeah I'm not like the other mom I'm a cool mom come watch yellow jackets with me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so after a bloody soccer practice what do you want to do you want to go to a bush party (laughs) (laughs) is that what those are called Bush yeah, bush party. I didn't know that was a You've thing. You've never been to a bush party? It's not a California thing, I will say. It's not a it's I not guess. a West Coast thing where I'm from. We got a yeah. lot of bush over here. <laughs> <laughs> that could be interpreted. For so <laughs> I've definitely been to a bush party yes. or two. Yeah. But I guess party. it makes sense because they're in Jersey, so it makes it makes sense. There's places to go, I guess. And we learned that Randy is going to be there. Oh, God. Randy. And Shauna has no interest in him. She's like, oh, I, I don't have any interest in Randy Walsh. I do love, too, how she she finds that, like, saint card. And she's like, oh, remember you, remember when you tried to become Catholic? And she's like, oh, I like the saints. They're all so tragic. I just like that. <laughs> it's such a teenager thing, though, like, to be it like, is. oh, I think it's like a trend to be like into religion. But also like to focus on the, like the tragedy of it. Like that's Mm -hmm. so like melodramatic teen girl, like for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And we learn at the bush party that Randy is not the brightest dude. And actually, sorry, we learned before the bush party because they say, I once saw him get outwitted by an escalator. And he once asked who invented the Pope. (laughs) But I do think their dynamic is clear. What we were talking about before Michelle, how, she's kind of telling her what to wear. And mm-hmm. then she's like, but then it's interesting why I said she's like a nice queen bee because she like switches it immediately and is like, you can wear whatever you want. And then immediately like makes fun of Randy. So it's like, she's still on her side. She's yeah. not going to like be Regina George. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah. Time, yeah. Nice. But still but. at first kind of getting those digs in where it's like, well, mm-hmm. Randy likes you almost like a pity type thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you might not be Which able to date. Nice. Yeah, Jeff. yeah, yeah, not able to get Jeff, but you could have <laughs> Randy. Do you think Jeff yeah. would chug a beer and dedicate it to you? I don't think so. I do think it's funny. Randy seems fun. Yeah, Sorry, he does, he seem, does fun. seem fun. Oh my god! Uh, I will also point out that 
she ends up wearing the dress that Jackie yeah. suggests that she wears. She- I do think it's funny. And heels. Yeah. So this is every high school party that I never went to. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's beer, there's pizza, there's drugs, there's obnoxious teenagers dedicating, you know, <laughs> chugging to a dance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we see Nat. Hmm? I think you're still doing that. (laughs) (laughs) She's showing up to high school parties, everybody. Oh my god! She's Matthew McConaughey's character in Dazed and Confused. (laughs) She's like, actually, all right, all right, all right. Ever shotgun a beer? (laughs) Yes, I did. We did it in college. We did it for challenges. We literally did challenges. We made the way that you Guys have a shot gonna be in? Have a heard of this? I know. You're like, you're like, that's cool. Nobody knows what this is. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just some kind of like secret. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay. What, what about a beer bong? Ever ever heard of this little Actually, I have a beer bong. It's uh in the bar right now. We have two. We have a black one that. and a pink one for me. <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, I love that you have a pink beer bong for yourself, Crystal. I surely Beth. do. I can tell you if you want. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> the the beer bong and kegs are not enough for Nat and Teen Goth Boy, though. They decide to take LSD before long. Tensions flare as Shauna confronts Ty about the alley problem, and the team is literally at each other's throats until Jackie intervenes. Mm-hmm. And no jackets with me. Yeah, I do love. She just has to say enough like once, yeah. and they all listen. So clearly, she does have some influence. The coach is right there mm-hmm. about some of that. And then she makes them share one nice thing about each other. I kind of love this. It makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't want people to say nice things about. Well, like I do, but like it'll but make not me to your face. Yeah. And I think that's why she did it. She's like, we need to like hear it out loud. It's gonna be like uncomfortable, but this is this is the way it. We need to. Her her compliments are very heartfelt mm-hmm. and very not like. But Loralee's, you are beautiful in the eyes of God, and they're like, yes. oh my God, and they're like, okay, you're done, you're done. <laughs> I love it so much. But who is it that they're like? You have really shiny hair. It's yeah. Va- Does Van say that to Laura Lee? Is that what? Yeah, 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 you have yeah. Very shiny that. hair. So the LSD is kicking in. Natalie, not me. And yeah, she says she, she likes is- her pilgrim hat. Yeah, right? oh yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, and then she sees like her friends' faces are morphing, and then she sees Misty standing on the outskirts of the party before just disappearing. Also, mm-hmm. before this. When they were all talking and complimenting each other, Shauna and Jackie had like a big moment where mm-hmm. she was like asking if they're they're cool, and she said that she's like the best friend she's ever had. Which yeah, I think is important. Mm-hmm. Although she also again throws in some digs where she's like, "You can't hold your liquor, you." But that's I like a best friend thing. That's, that's what I true. Do. I it mean, is true. you yeah. make fun of you make fun of like your best friend, but you're also like, "But by the way, you're yeah. very important to me." But I disagree with her saying she had bad taste in music. I take Shauna's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I oh, agree. 100%. To agree with you. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Who turns off Liz Fair to like right? put on snow? Yeah, <laughs> Jackie, doesn't, Jackie doesn't know about music. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> she that's true. So then we cut to a scene where the survivors are roasting meat over a fire. Mm-hmm. And it is highly implied that they're eating Pit Girl or they're roasting Pit Girl at this yeah. point. 
We also, I counted because this, uh, I, I'm watching the show again. There's seven of them. I counted too. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> I counted because I think it was important because I want to remember mm-hmm. for later. And how many people are on the team originally? I don't remember Ooh. how soccer works. A lot more because there's also JV girls. Yeah, there's the JV girls and we have Javi and... And yeah. some that are varsity, Travis, but like yeah. are unnamed, you know, depending on... So after the party, Jeff uh, drops Jackie off before continuing to drive Shauna home. But Shauna's like, no, pull over. Ooh. And we learn why Shauna was questioning Jackie about being a virgin. Because Jeff isn't. <laughs> and Shauna has a, certainly has a way with words when she tells Jeff that if she gets pregnant, she will bring up the baby to be a killing machine who will hunt him down. I do love that. Me I do. Love that. <laughs> it's so good. This is the moment I start not liking her. Mm-hmm. What a fucked up friend. Yeah. You are so messed up. Mm-hmm. And she's clearly messed up because she needs him to say, I love you. And then says, I won't hold thing. you to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That is such it's- a cringe weird yeah i couldn't it's like insecurity meets i don't know just like a terrible friend yeah i think it's all i think i think it all boils down to insecurity i think she's like so insecure and she feels overshadowed by jackie that Mm -hmm. this is how she like can kind of exceeded envy it's like a weird thing where she is jealous of jackie but also feels like superior to jackie yeah it is it's a weird mix Because she's watching her at the party. You know, they have that like slow-mo when she's with Jeff and she's just watching her. But clearly she's also, I think that power she's holding is that she's hooked up with her boyfriend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's like, probably feels really attractive because of that. Mm -hmm. Especially after knowing that they haven't actually done it. Exactly. It's very. (laughs) She's also not good at like covering that up because you shouldn't like prod her on that if that's something yeah. you know is clearly yeah. untrue. Like, Although maybe secretly she wants her to find out. I think she kind of does because, yeah. So then we go back to present day Shauna who skewers a plant-eating bunny in her garden. Ugh. And she has like it. no hesitation. She just does it, yeah. looks at the blood on her hand, goes in and washes the blood off of her hands. And then casual. she picks up, yeah, so casual, picks up the reporter's card and heads down the hall. Now, normally somebody heading down a hall isn't really, you know, anything exciting. You don't really need to talk about it. But we do get a pretty big reveal because we see a yep. picture, Shauna's wedding picture. And who did she marry? Jeff. Skrillex. And they're clearly <laughs> the, the same age, too. <laughs> so clearly something happened in high school. Oh, and it's her daughter. Because that's very clear because they got married young. Is it her daughter, though? I don't think it is. I don't think so. Because it's 25 years between... Oh, you're right. You're right. Just kidding. So she goes into a safe in her closet where she pulls out a secret cell phone. And when you're keeping a cell phone in your safe in your closet, you don't want anybody to find that. And she tells whoever answers the phone, and the implication is that it's the reporter, that they need to talk. I also like that it's a flip phone. It's okay. Yeah. In 2021. I know. Clearly she got it a long time ago. Clearly. I used to love that cell phone. Me, me was it a razor? razor? Was that it was a like, razor? I had a pink one. Me too. Because yeah, that was like so the cool. first phone that you could put like ringtones to it, oh. like music oh, yeah. to it. Uh-huh. I loved that. Okay, let's see. When did razor flip phones come out? Jeopardy. I guess Can 2008. You're guessing 2008? I, no, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. It was way earlier than that because I had it in middle school. Whoa. I'm going to guess like 2001. I'm going to say 2005. They made the razor pink. Two th- okay, wait. What did everybody say? I said 2001. I said 2005. I said 2008. 
Well, if we're going by prices right rules, Katie win 2004. Oh. Ah. And Michelle was closest. <laughs> Can you imagine needing a burner phone to like contact <laughs> I know. people? Congresswoman. That, yeah, a congresswoman <laughs> that you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it also proves how clueless Jeff is because that's not hidden well in your closet, man. No, it's she, like not. moved like one thing. Well, and it's just trusting. Well, and maybe she's like, this is where passports go. And he's just like, okay. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's what I mean. I'm it. sure she just said something and he bought it. Yeah, yeah, honestly, we have a little safe and I swear to God, Scott's never looked in it once. I could put anything in there. <gasps> Do you have a razor flip Like the man that you killed. <laughs> 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 I think the thing that I found the most unbelievable was that how did she keep track of a pen the whole time after that plane crash to keep a journal? And 19 months that plane that that pen lasted the whole time? She couldn't have had just a stack of pens. And does no. she charge that phone every time she masturbates? <laughs> How does the phone still charged in the safe? How often does she go in there? No, I'm sure she has. I'm sure she has a method. Yeah, every time she has her vibe, her daily vibe. Michelle is dead. She uses it to call congresswomen and send. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. And play that game. What was it? Worm? Was that even on those yeah. phones? Yeah. Oh, snake. snake you mean snake? Thank you. Worm. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> uh, so it is time for the team to fly to nationals. But first, we get this kind of montage of them all getting ready in the it. morning, yeah. and we see how different their lives and their parents are. Mm-hmm. Like we yeah. got no parents. A maid bringing Lottie her pills. Uh-huh. We get. Van smacking her mother who is passed out on a couch. And then there's, you know, Jackie who just looks so happy as she folds her uniform. And Natalie smoking in a trailer park. Yeah, just like another point of how this sport has brought all these girls together, even though they literally have nothing else in common. And I think it's really interesting too, because Ty, I think, is the last one. And her parents seem very happy. And her dad says, remember, the most important thing is to have fun, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's, she's like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have to talk about the rat in the pool. Ooh. So Misty why? Why? is why sitting. Misty? Why? I don't <laughs> sitting at the edge of a pool watching a rat in the pool. So I've read two different things about this. So some people yeah. think that that was Misty's pet and that she was just watching it swim because rats are good swimmers. It Other people right. think that Misty was watching the rat drown. But that part really? doesn't make sense to me because she, well, she cares about things but in the beginning. Even just her attitude with. Unless she was that, punishing the rat. Because she like. Because oh, she was like punishing that lady at. Yeah. Like in the yeah, flashback that's to true. the present. Yeah, she's like true. pissed at her patient, so she's just like, "I'll be taking these, baby." And will yeah. I said, <laughs> "It doesn't seem like the rat is drowning, though. It just seems like it's swimming. no. It just seems like it's swimming." Yeah, I also wonder. I also wonder because of Misty. I mean, we're barely in. Is that your house, or are you at someone else's house? Just sitting in someone else's backyard. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. No. Honestly, that's a really good point. <laughs> Maybe the assistant. She's coat. sitting in Lottie's backyard yeah or yeah. like someone she admires or something yeah, yeah. i don't know who knows coach ben <laughs> yeah coach ben coach ben yeah 
I mean, he's an assistant coach of a soccer team in high school in 1990s America. I don't think he makes enough. It's also Jersey, though. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> he could make enough. <laughs> we learned two other things. We learned that Shauna got accepted to Brown, which will derail mm-hmm. her plans to go to Rutgers with Jackie. No yeah. more Ross Matthews themed dorm room for you. Yeah. <laughs> and we learned that the coach is bringing his two sons, who we will later learn are named Javi and Travis, uh, with them while leaving behind his less than affectionate wife. Because that is such oh, an so awkward obvious. little throwaway scene where he goes to kiss her and she turns. Also, Jackie's shirt. I mean, we're going to get into this later, but we got to talk about her shirt later. That's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Because okay. I think I literally own that shirt <laughs> when I was a child. So that's all. <laughs> so Lottie's dad has paid for a private plane for the team, uh, which everyone is super stoked for. And we meet two side characters. We meet Mari, uh, who is kind of like full of snark and fruit by the foot. <laughs> Yay! That's I want to be that person's friend. Right? Gushers are still the bomb. They're oh, still they're so, so good. good and fruit by There's the foot. There's also better ones now that are kind of like sour patch that are like wrapped in sugar. It's like <sighs> dangerous. Like a sour milk. Yeah. I feel like that's an American thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've seen that in Canada. Oh, yeah. It's definitely exists. And we also meet Akila, who is a JV team member. She just comes across as really sweet. She's so sweet. Yeah. She's so sweet. And she's so, like, at first when, like, Mari's like, you can't sit there. Like, and she, she's like, oh, I, I thought I could sit. I'm just kidding. You can sit anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. And Shauna is very nervous. She is not a comfortable flyer. So Jackie's like, here you go. I stole some Valium from my mom's medicine cabinet. And you can wear my good luck, good luck necklace, complete with a gold heart. And nothing can touch you now. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that, that that can't be Shauna in the pit because she's alive. She's alive. Yeah, that's so true. So who has the necklace? I know. <laughs> and just overhead, as this is going on very, very quietly – you can hear the pilot, you know, doing your mm-hmm. welcome to the plane, blah, 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 saying yep. we're going to travel a little further north as we travel to Seattle because we want to avoid a storm. But hey, here's an upside. We're going to get a really good view of the Canadian Rockies mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> before we crash into a fiery oblivion. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So adult Shauna meets up with Ty at a diner. So that's who she called. She didn't call Jessica. She called Ty. And she's like a reporter who hasn't been credited in it in anything. There's no bylines that exist for this person approached me. But Ty's like, ah, this happens every time an anniversary comes up. Shauna's like, no, 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 this is different. Sorry, I must interrupt. Yes. Katie, can you tell me, are there as many diners in New Jersey and New York as I hope that there are? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially Jersey, but we have some here too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love diners. It's a vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a like, I'm drunk and it's 4 a.m. Oh, God. We only have Denny's here. Yeah. Oh. Well, well, we have our famous, uh, we have Cats, which is uh, when Harry met Sally. That's my favorite one because it's open like 24 hours and it's amazing Mm. food. This is different for a few reasons, including Ty's run at office because she's like, we were supposed to be like laying low and what are you doing? Like you're on TV in these commercials. And she's like, take care of it. Like Shauna again, like- Takes charge. You need mm-hmm. to take care of this. And we learned the agreement they made, which is like no public eye, which is why she's worried because Ty is in the public eye. And say no more than we have to. She then learns that Natalie is in rehab and there's been no sign of the others. Mm-hmm. Four months. Also, months is not that long, which I think is important. Considering it's been 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And she's like, Ty's like, as long as nobody does anything crazy, we have nothing to worry about. And transition. <laughs> and then we cut to Natalie opening up her storage garage and taking a rifle out of the trunk. <laughs> like a sniper rifle, too. It's wow. So it sounds like Natalie's purpose that she found might be something a little crazy. <laughs> we will see. Well, and then I wonder, too, kind of going back to her saying, you got to find a purpose. Did she feel like her purpose was found during the crash? Because hmm. she had I thought a about that too role. when she said that. Yeah. I thought about that too. Yeah. My favorite is when the guy who runs the like storage place was like, Dave. Oh, I'm Dave. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Like she's just so yeah. cool. just it's such a Juliet Lewis yes. delivery. I know. Loved it. She then references seeing old friends just as we transition to the cannibal buffet. <laughs> cannibal buffet i love it it's the way they do it with the teeth and the yeah. oh, the way that they film like it is the sounds too oh. yeah and as we mentioned there are seven people mm-hmm. around this fire and oh but the leader else- is important did you notice when some when they bring the tray the leader you know looks to both sides and nods before anybody touches mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. yeah yeah so this the leader is the antler queen mm-hmm. and is very easily distinguished from the other fur-clad people yeah. because she has antlers and then like kind of like a veil She's all royal and everybody else has these little like holes in the fur for halloween actually the, the antler queen. queen yeah fun we finally get christina. to see adam oh, christina christina ricci <laughs> so good Lover. Who is a support worker in like a care facility and she Mm -hmm. is sadistic. So I think Mm -hmm. Michelle, you mentioned it earlier where she like she gets mad at her patient and she's like, I'm just gonna take this morphine. I think it upsets your stomach. And leans over, don't fuck with me. I'm just gonna take this cock a duty morphine. (laughs) (laughs) She is like, you're right, Crystal. (laughs) Is she like a what's the that serial killer nurse, like Angel oh, of Death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe it's yeah. just more so not so much killing them, but still having that control of like. Yeah. She does. She loves control. Mm-hmm. We'll learn that about Misty. So we go back to the cannibal girls and we see that one of them is Misty. She's the only one that we see. She removes her like her head covering and puts on her glasses. And like we can tell this is pretty far into their oh yeah her lips are all her shit. lips are so like beautiful fro hair is like gross mm-hmm. and matted how did shauna keep a pen but nobody could keep some lip chap chapstick for poor <laughs> misty <laughs> it's also misty they don't give a shit about her. yeah that's true but we don't know maybe by that point they do that's true we don't yeah. know yeah that's true and I mean, it's Canada. There are going to be beavers around. Take some beaver tail and wipe it on your lips. Ew, is that moisturizing? Is that why? <laughs> I don't know. I just... thought there was like something I didn't know about beavers. Canadian secrets. Yeah. <laughs> you know what my son said to me on the weekend? We're like driving and he's like, oh, there's the Canadian flag. He's like, Mom, we got to find some maple trees so we can get some syrup so we can sell it for money. (laughs) (laughs) And it just made me think of The Simpsons where he's like, first you (laughs) get the sugar, sugar, (laughs) then you get the power. (laughs) (laughs) Also, she has the same glasses, which I think is fun Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. modern times. 
so we get this gorgeous sweeping panorama of the Rockies. Like, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then you see the plane broken apart on the ground in the snow. And then we see adult Shauna looking at her journals with the how she kept that pen going. We don't know. <laughs> also, doesn't she have multiple journals? Like, she kept, like, eight of them. Yeah. Like, Where did she get the journals as well? You don't take eight journals to nationals with you. Maybe she was using it as a uh... <laughs> – as cushion under <laughs> under her fur at their meetings of eating the other girls. Who knows? <laughs> but her journals are heartbreaking. Like you see – like you don't see full segments of it, but you see things like it's been two weeks. Why haven't anybody – why hasn't anybody found us? Or mm-hmm. then there's blood like splattered – not splattered, but smeared on the on the pages. My journal would not hold a candle to that. Weird diary. <laughs> Guess who I have a crush on? Yeah. Randy Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> Also, we'll go back to this if I remember, but I think it's important why there's smears of blood specifically in Shauna's journals. Mm. I'll talk about it later. Do we think that, like, Callie's boyfriend is Randy's son? Ooh, maybe. Oh. (laughs) Do you? No, I just... (laughs) Oh. That would be I do think circle. that um I do think that Callie's boyfriend is reminiscent of Jeff when he was younger, yeah. but he's actually way cuter than Jeff, let's be yeah. real. But I do think they're similar. Uh Shauna is also wearing bunny pajama bottoms <laughs> in this scene. Man, bunnies everywhere. But maybe it's like yeah. she told everyone she liked bunnies and then every gift she ever got for the next <laughs> It does yeah. seem like that because she has like five different like little trinkets <laughs> of bunnies. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tell you my theory about that when we get when we're finished our recap. Ooh, okay. So finally, we've heard about this plane crash from the very beginning. We know that something horrible has happened to these girls. And we finally see the plane crash. So Shauna has been out of it because of the Valium. And she only comes to when the coach puts on her oxygen mask. Yeah. So she's got her mask on. Jackie is passed out next to her. And she opens up that window covering to see the ground and these trees coming at them very, very fast. Also, who do we think is flying on the ground? Do we think she flew out or she's just like flying? The girl that like flies into the aisle and it looks like she flies out the window. Oh, there's all this yeah. light there. Did she fly out? Like, I would think, think the that suction is? would pull you right out of there. That's yeah. what I mean. And there was a lot of light there. So I'm like, I don't think there'd be a lot of light if it was a window. Mm-hmm. She was just one of the JV girls. Bye. She, right she didn't matter. Too bad you weren't varsity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Exactly. And that is the episode. Oh, so good. So good. So good. It's fantastic. Any theories that you have so far that doesn't ruin anything later? You mean that we don't already know since we've yeah. all seen it? That is kind of like covered in this. I purposely only watched the first episode because I... It's been so long since I watched Same. it. Me too. But I was like, yeah. I kind of want to be surprised. So it might be too early for me to have any theories. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did the same thing. I mean, the one thing we can talk about is clearly the necklace comes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like that. There's like a lot of little, the show's really good at leaving little breadcrumbs for what's yes. going to happen in the future. So you can remember for future episodes. So clearly that's something. The shoes, the Converse shoes, and the necklace. Converse shoes are important. Yep. I also really want those pink Converse. They're cute. They're very cute. I think it's smart, too, that they chose, like, such a bright, happy color with what's happening. Mm -hmm. So teen, girly. Like, (laughs) Uh yeah. Yeah. They'd be cold in the snow, though. Oh, Oh, yeah. But they didn't have anything else. That's yeah. true. As I know from walking mm-hmm. and remember they landed town, what, wearing what season, yellow converse. What season this do we think? What are soccer seasons? What season do we think this is? Like spring? Oh, isn't it? 
Am I crazy? I thought fall with what they're wearing, it seems too it seems too warm fall, but it could be early End fall. End of summer? Wait. Yeah, it could be early fall. That's true. Yeah, because they would they're wearing be jackets, cool. but they're also wearing like short skirts. But what is like the soccer season? Now I want to look it up. Because <laughs> that matters too, because they've obviously played all these games to get where they are. So it can't be that early of fall. You know what I mean? Well, it's snowing in Canada. Yeah. The Rockies. <laughs> Runs from late February to early March. I was very wrong. <laughs> Outdoor <laughs> soccer? Yeah, that seems weird. That wouldn't fly here for Oh, fall season. Here we go. Fall season. But there's also a spring season. So I think it's spring because I think it would be too early to be September to November unless it's November. But it gets cold very soon after that. It could be be November, like late November. They were there for quite a while before they had like homecoming, right? When is homecoming? Oh, yeah. Homecoming is in the fall. That's true. So this could be like November maybe. But also Shauna gets early admission to Rutgers. I'm which would be in the fall. Which would be in the fall. Would be in the fall. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. probably the fall. Okay. Cool. All right. So a lot of this show revolves around 1996 in particular. <laughs> Michelle, do you want to take us back in the time machine to 1996? Rewind those VHSs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think we can all agree that there was a ton of really fantastic movies. Uh, music in this show and I was kind of reading about the thought process behind that and I was reading this article where one of the creators was just saying it really just started with um, the co-creators just literally hanging out and just playing their favorite songs from the 90s and um, like she literally just said it was just this really fun like listening session like you would have done when you were a kid, like listening to records or like a tape, whatever it may be. So uh, it wasn't like at first they, because they had already written the show, I believe at this point. So it's not like they already kind of knew what songs they wanted to use. Um, And they just, they talked a little bit about how they didn't want the music to be too much on the nose, but they wanted it to be music that could distinguish between like the nineties flashback to it being present time. And as well, one thing that they said is they wanted to create moments where you as the viewer, you're watching the show and you're watching the scenes and you cannot imagine any other song in there that this song was made for this scene. And I do think that they did that very well. So well. So the first song that really plays, so there's songs that are in the forefront and some that are just kind of in the background. So there's a few that I kind of just wanted to highlight that I really like, and then everybody else can chime in. Um, but the first song, Today by the Smashing Pumpkins. And I I personally love this song. And one thing that is interesting about it is they play it right when they are discovering that they're national going to be national champ they're going to the national championship so and with this song even though it sounds like it's kind of an upbeat song yeah kind of the sad thing is that billy why can i not say his last name now because i'm nervous (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well he wrote it when he was actually having suicidal thoughts and he just thought They had just gotten off tour. I guess it was like a 14-month tour. And he said before that, they only really toured for like 20 days. And he was having this really terrible like writer's block. And it was the first song that he came back with to write. And 
yeah, he was just in this dark, dark place. But yeah, it ended up being the second single from their second album. He said in this interview with Rolling Stone that he thought it was funny to write a song that said today is the greatest day of your life because it couldn't have got any worse. Wow. Yeah. And so I kind of was thinking about that and I was like, are they kind of foreshadowing? Because Mm -hmm. that day really was probably the best day yeah very smart lives Mm -hmm. yeah and like one of the lyrics what is it that he says like tomorrow is too far away or why can I not think of what that specific (laughs) lyric is I do have a uh like a Smashing Pumpkins expert in the room next to me because it's his very very favorite band and that's his very favorite album I love it Jer what's the line from today where like it's something about like tomorrow is too far away is that the exact line can't wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow is much too long. Much too long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just kind of what they said, they just did such a great job of kind of, like they said, they didn't want it to be too on the nose and too obvious, but kind of picking things that kind of related to that moment and maybe the future. Next song. Oh, wait. I with, just want to tell yes, you about tell Smashing me. Pumpkins. So <laughs> 1996 was a huge year for me. It was grade nine. And Smashing Pumpkins was my first concert. Oh, my God. Oh. That was, like, when they played, like, that was part of the thing that drew me to that show so much is that I was kind of around the same age as these girls. And so all the things they were experiencing, I was kind of, for the first time, it was just such a nice throwback until they started eating each other. (laughs) (laughs) That was an amazing first show. Yeah. It was great. I'm very jealous right now. Yeah. I'm like... I would have only been 10. Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, so wait. So that leads to what was everybody's first concert then? Crystals with Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh, That's, I don't know. I don't know that anybody can beat that. <laughs> I think everybody. I think mine, honestly, I think mine was sync. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was either sync or Baxter Boys. It was one of the two. Yeah. Mine was... If I had a million dollars. Very Canadian. Oh, God. It was so bad. <laughs> Actually, it was prob- I probably loved it at the yeah, time. Sorry. Okay. Next song. Uh, the next song um, is when Shauna is in her car while she waits for Jackie. And it's this. Mm-hmm. We kind of mentioned this. Sherry, you mentioned it. Um, she turns off Supernova on Shauna. Such a good song. And when I was listening to it, to just yeah kind of go through the the music I just got on this kick of listening to like female bands I was like oh it's just it's so good this totally would have been a song that I would have been into and I guess it's from her 93 debut studio album one thing I I found out was Rolling Stone ranked it as one of the 500 greatest albums of all time wow wow it's interesting too because like it's a, a song about sex and so like Shauna's listening to this song about sex and then sees Jeff come out the out the window. Yeah. And then Jackie's like, mm-mm, and turns it off. Yeah. <laughs> See? Perfect. They mm-hmm. just knew how to pick them. This is the one that I was most looking forward to either you or Katie singing a line from <laughs> Informer by Snow. <laughs> That's what comes on when Jackie ejects the that tape from Shauna's car. But no one knows all the words to snow. Yeah, so I like, don't I don't know. And Thelma. Come on now. Yeah, that's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> oh my god. And Amazing. I'll be honest, I didn't know that they were Canadian. Oh really? Yeah, Canadian. 
Yeah. Represent. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> number one export, maple yeah. syrup. Number two, snow. <laughs> if you ask my son, <laughs> maple syrup is where, where the money, money is. is. Apparently. <laughs> oh, He's got fun. some of that sweet, sweet maple syrup money. <laughs> oh fantastic but uh, <laughs> apparently this song spent seven consecutive weeks at number one on the u.s Damn. billboard hot 100 what? and <laughs> the song is well known for that line and i won them a juno award oh, didn't know wow. that so mm-hmm. piece of canadian Katie, do you know what a juno canadian. award is no it's like our Grammys. Oh, okay. <laughs> but very deal, low then. budget Grammys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 This next song, I think I should just leave it to you and Katie to talk about. Oh, yeah. Song Peppa. Oh. God, I love it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I love it so much. I'll go for it. Girls, what's my weakness? Men. Okay, then. <laughs> Uh, it's such I, I should have shouted out maple syrup. <laughs> maple syrup. Uh, it was, yeah, I think it was just per- perfect mm-hmm. for the pep rally. Yeah. Yeah, it was so fun. Like, I remember for me, we always sang in the change rooms. Like, did you guys do that? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, I feel I like I would assume I took gym. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like our song, not so much in high school, but like elementary school, where we all were confident and not afraid to change in front of each other. Because we didn't have boobs yet. Yeah. yeah. Good so time. we would always sing Blind Melons, No Rain in the Change Room. It just like brought me back <laughs> to that time. I was like, oh, they're having so much fun. Speaking of, there's a Blind Melon poster on Sean's Yes, Hall. for sure. Oh, I yeah. caught that B girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just perfect. I cannot dance, though, so I would not be good at this. Two months after that release, they became certified gold because oh, yeah. they wow. sold 1.2 million copies. Queens. And their follow-up single, What a Man, What a Man, What a Man, What a Mighty Good Man. That was like the second CD I ever bought, and I was obsessed really? with it. Oh, yes. Next song. Is up your alley too, Crystal? What is it? I don't remember. Marky Mark. Oh! <laughs> Good vibration. And that's so when they... Come on. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. When they like, into the gym. Yeah. And yeah. that's when they're just getting introduced to the... Misty's freaking out and they're doing slow motion running, you know? So good. So good. I guess that his band formed in 91, but disbanded by 93. But he Ooh. kept making music till 98. Trouble. Didn't know. Good for him. And then he was a successful actor after that. <laughs> Is that post Calvin Klein as? Oh, I don't know. Well, Fear also came out in 96. <sighs> I watched that movie again recently. Uh, so good. Oh, Marky Mark. Yeah, a couple other ones that I guess were more so in the forefront. So um, one that I love, Miss World. By oh God! I think that's just like perfect for Natalie's like aesthetic and the mm. fact that she is dropping LSD at this point. I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> aren't you Cor- like going to the Olympics tomorrow or something? Yeah, aren't you going to the Olympics? <laughs> and yeah, this also is just a perfect song because the song kind of deals with the themes of self-image issues and substance abuse. So I love it. That was kind of the 
the major um, ones that you really hear. I guess the other one is Never Tear Us Apart. I'm going to say this wrong by Pal- Paloma Faith. You got it right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in uh, playing the next morning following the party and while they're boarding the plane. Never tear us apart. There could be a few. You're literally going to be torn. Literally going to be torn. Yeah. Right. Uh, And yeah, there was a couple other good songs that were kind of more in the background. A couple other ones that were in the episode was What If by Door Soul. Let me find out by I have no idea how to say this. Is it pause neg? So like positive negative? Oh, maybe. I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Um, counting backwards by throwing muses. Yeah. That was at the party. Uh, wishing well by the knockout drops after the yellow jackets have the argument at uh, the party. And then down by the water by PJ Harvey. Yes. That's my probably. There are three songs that I like very, very, very much love. I love all of them, mm-hmm. but three very, very much are like in my heart. And that one is one of them. I like it. And that's when she's feeling the effects of the LSD. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Any other thoughts of the soundtrack of this episode? Oh, I just loved it. It was like, it's very when, well I remember the first time I watched the show. I think, Sherry, you were the one who told me about it. Was I? Maybe. And then I was like obsessed and messaging you every time I was oh, watching yes, it. Oh, that's I'm like, right. Are you kidding me? This that's is the best right. I've ever seen. But the soundtrack was like the number one part of the show. I was obsessed. It was so good. Yeah. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think like two of the songs that they play, like they're covers of 80s songs, right? Never Tear Us Apart is an excess song. And I feel like there was another one. Like a lot of them are from the 90s, but there was, yeah, some from... Yeah, the 80s. Okay, so if you had to pick one song, if we were to make a Yellow Jackets mixtape, you can only pick one song from this episode. What song would you pick? Shoop. Shoop. <laughs> I think mine would be Smashing Pumpkins. Or Yeah. I was a diehard Courtney Love fan back oh, in yeah. the day. Like, loved Hole so much. I did much. see Hole once at an outdoor festival, can and you? Courtney Love definitely showed her tits to us. It was very exciting. Wow. breaking my heart here. <laughs> Well, I saw them at Lollapalooza. Old in the 90s. <laughs> it's true. High five, Crystal. <laughs> maybe you're the Natalie of the group. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, speaking of Crystal, do you want to talk about some other 90s stuff? Absolutely. So, <laughs> you know how in Sex in the City, like, <laughs> the extra character is New York? I feel like in Yellow Jackets, the extra character is 1996. No. Nice. <laughs> so good. So just a brief overview of 96 for you. That was the year that Dolly the Sheep was cloned. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Dolly. 96 also brought us Red Bull, Febreze, a second sliding door to your minivan, inflatable speed men, <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo, and the Macarena. <laughs> Damn, oh, wow. that had some bangers. Rent also opened in oh, 95. Wow. Wow. And then just to keep it dark and on theme. <laughs> I was just trying to think of how many like minutes were in 19 months, like to like sing that for like the <laughs> rent song. Like. Um, that was also the year that Tupac was shot and died. Oh. John Bonet. Oh, wow. Amber Hagerman was abducted and murdered, inspiring the Amber Alert system. Wow. 
the movie Scream was released, causing caller ID usage to triple. And at that time, caller ID was like a separate block that you had to attach to your phone. I remember that. I remember it. I remember it so well. Oh my gosh. Prince Charles and Diana officially divorced. Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow are the it couple and their matching hairstyles sealed it. Wow. The top TV shows were ER, Seinfeld, Friends, and The Rosie O'Donnell Show. Rosie, wow. Uh, I already mentioned Scream, but a couple of other movies that released that year that were big were Mission Impossible, Beavis and Butthead to America, Twister, Trainspotting, The Rock, Romeo and Juliet, Independence Day, Jumanji, Fargo, Black Sheep, Don't Be a Menace, Brain Candy, Fear, Dusk Till Dawn, Sling Blade, Happy Gilmore. There's a lot of Damn, good movies, that is then. a lot of good. 96 was a rock. The Yellow year. Jackets were living a good life, yeah. let me tell you. I was only eight. <laughs> Although they. <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh, a, a good year all around. Can I tell you that I love that you brought up brain candy? Like, just yes. throw in a like, random Canadian movie. Like, <laughs> it's in the hop. <laughs> so, so good and then just a little bit kind of about the 90s-ness of the show there were a couple of small points that we noticed like mostly things I picked up were like Shauna had like a poster of Kurt Cobain and the b-girl in her room mm-hmm. um most of it was kind of the clothing but the florals in Jackie's bathroom was like very yeah. <laughs> The tape, I mean, the tape deck in the car. Yeah. yeah. Someone at the party was smoking out of an apple bong. Oh, that was my favorite. I'm so glad you brought it up. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> Travis definitely had a mushroom cut and a Walkman. Yeah. And didn't he do the, like, didn't he have the, sh- the buttoned up shirt, yeah. like, over the white t-shirt? Like, very, very... Skeet mm-hmm. Ulrich, like yeah, <laughs> very nineties in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I loved all the girls had because they are so different. They all had their own style, and there were so many different styles in the nineties. So I kind of wrote like, Sean is kind of the grunge girl, I guess. Like grunge if sure, we had yeah. to pick one, because she wears a flannel. Jackie's <laughs> <laughs> a, a little bit more preppy, like when yeah. she has the bow in her hair. And Natalie obviously is our punk princess. Mm-hmm. And then Ty was kind of giving me like because in the nineties the seventies were huge, and I, I felt like Ty that. with mm-hmm. that hair scarf and the hoop earrings was kind of giving very me a boho. Bit of a boho look. Yeah, yes. she has the coolest vibe. Yeah, Van is very like esprit casual sporty. <laughs> <laughs> She's very sporty, spice. and Lottie is giving like clueless, like very trendy, yes. very yes. cool, very loaded. The her her outfit at the at the, the like, party is exactly share. Oh yeah. yeah, it's like pink with the cute little like um checkered skirt. So cute. Mm-hmm. So cute. Yeah. And then I said, and of course Laura Lee is prim and proper, well being bright and sunny. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome overview. Yeah. Uh, that crushed red baby doll too, though, that that Shauna wears. Like that's so crushed velvet was everything. I in still the 90s. love velvet. I've always loved velvet. I yeah. love that it's making such a big comeback right mm-hmm. now. And the she also wears a choker. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then Katie, I think you said you had the but three butterfly shirt. I think I had that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe the same one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I was younger in the nineties and I definitely was I thought I was preppy when I was a kid and that definitely changed. So <laughs> <laughs> I I think we've already established that I dressed like a femme guy fieri. So that was my bad. <laughs> 
We've talked about this yes, before. Yeah. Randy River. Yeah, Randy River. Randy River. I don't know. Did you guys have Randy River in the States? I don't know who that is, no. Oh, okay. Well, it's it was just this store, like male store. Oh, it's a store. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a person. And okay. it was like the kind of store that you could get like I don't know, like wide leg jeans, like baggy oh. wide leg ones. And I had these like fluorescent orange ones that had these like elastic string things on the side that were like oh, super wide. And oh, I man. thought they were the coolest thing ever. And I need to find a picture of it. Oh, my so bad. Yeah. Oh, my Lots of like bowling shirts and like shirts with flames on them. Yeah. Oh, flames were flames in general. I remember and I don't dragons. know if that was yeah, like dragons. middle middle school or high school for me, but I was like, I'm gonna get like a truck with like flames on it. I was like, that's gonna be the coolest <laughs> thing. And that, that changed real quick, but flames oh, were no. such a thing. That's funny. Okay, so every week we are going to give someone the MVP, depending on who we thought. I feel like this could be a lot of different things. I can I can tell everybody what mine is and then you can let me know what yours are and why. But I think a lot of it for me is the MVP of the episode. Like who who was I either related relatable for me or just my favorite to start like this series since the pilot is such a big moment. For me, it's Natalie. I probably made that very clear. <laughs> but it's not Natalie as an adult. It's Natalie in high school specifically, because I think this actress is so good and so natural. And I think she does, we touched on this a lot, but I think she does a brilliant job of just being in the moment, like the actress herself, but then the character is so badass, but equally, equally like a little bit insecure because clearly <laughs> that's why she's, you know, drinking and doing all these things, but also defensive of, of other people. Like she was the first one that was like, why do we want to like, she's a freshman, like give her a break. Like, yeah, she's still nice. And I don't know. I just really, I think her character is really complex and we get into that a lot, obviously with her as an adult too, but she's, she's my MVP for this week. What about everybody else? I think it would be between her and Shauna for me, I guess, just because Shauna surprised me so much in the first episode. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think the one thing that I really liked about Natalie is just that you would think that she would be the one who would be like judgmental mm-hmm. and kind of a bitch, but she really shows that she's really not that. She can be confrontational, yeah. but have other parts of her. But yeah, I don't know. Shauna's character just really surprised me in the first episode. Mm-hmm. I liked it. For sure. When we said MVP, I was like, who was the best team player? And for mm. me, in this particular episode, it was Jackie. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. And with the whole yellow jackets with me, and I just <laughs> felt like she kind of brought everyone together. She did, for sure. And uh, she was, nice. yeah, I don't know. And for this episode only, because I feel like I remember not liking her after this, but this was like before I knew anything else. And like you had said, Katie, I think everybody is like very complex and none of them are crazy likable. Like (laughs) Natalie's the most likable and she's definitely fucked up. Like they're all messed up. Mm -hmm. So I really like that about the show too. Me too. I think it's important because it's high school. Mm -hmm. It's like when you're dealing with all that stuff and some of it's on the outside, some of it's not. So it's emotions. They're at their high and high school. God, remember like, oh, yeah. everything okay, is so, and I'm a very dramatic person by nature, but like <laughs> in high school, like I was in tears every day. Like, <laughs> Oh, I had, yeah, I had some traumatic things happen. It was a mess. It was always 
Always bad. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Sherry, what about you? I also had Jackie. Oh. And similar, Crystal, I she's not my favorite character throughout mm-hmm. the season. Uh, I lose sympathy for her pretty early on. Yeah. But I think, like, in, when you look at this episode, like, she is the one that gets them to nationals, first of all. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a team effort, but she gets that header goal that, like, yeah. wins them that game. Mm-hmm. And and it's just, like, incredible. Like, it, you know, it, it's, it's so well done. I feel like it's almost an accident, too. But but the team building, like, where she's like, okay, so, like, the coach said, like, I, the coach said I can do this. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to bring this team back together when they're fighting. And she mm-hmm. does. And like yeah. you said, she just like claps her hands in the yellow jackets with me and they follow her. Mm-hmm. And even though they're like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid that we're going to do this, like they still do it. telling each other one compliment, they still do it. Mm-hmm. And she also has this little bit of a swagger. Like when she comes Popular. out of the house mm-hmm. and like she she's walking to the car and gets in with Shauna, she's just got that kind of like – she's like – the it girl, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's got it going on. So uh, I think she is the MVP of the episode for me. Nice. Who do we want to get to our last bit of the episodes? Michelle? Yes. Survival tips. And I would like to hear everybody's. I kind of had a hard time with it since it's just kind of the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. immediately I was like, you know who the real winner is at surviving? The weakest link on the soccer team. You that way you just break your leg and you just don't know and you don't have to do the rest of the thing. That's a, a really you good thing. You got out. Good job. Yeah. That could have been me. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that was my major takeaway from it. <laughs> You know that, like, too, like, in, like, in the Yellow Jackets universe, there are, like, lists where they're, like, things you didn't know about the Yellow Jackets crash. And then they're, like, there was somebody who was supposed to be on that plane. But by, like, an act of God, she was saved. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I think a funny survival tip would be Valium. I think – I don't know about you – all of you, it would be terrifying, period, but I might almost want to get less of it and wake up halfway through it than like deal with mm-hmm. all the part where you realize it's crashing, Well, it's like people in drunk driving like. accidents, right? They're very, <laughs> you know, they're, they have it a little bit easier because they're so loose. Yeah, yeah they're not yeah. like tense exactly. getting into a crash. So, yeah, maybe why they survived. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but my main survival tip was just going to be be honest in high school. And try not to be a bitch. That's just all I'm going to say. Especially as a girl. Like, because that's that's what I like about Natalie is that she's still, like, fighting for other people and, like, still want, like, let's be a team. Let's not. And, um, but she's still, like, sarcastic and everything, which is great. Oh, but, my God. When yeah. she tells Lottie what her favorite thing about her is and she's like, you only give people shit when they really deserve it. Exactly. <laughs> which I love, too. That's great. <laughs> Crystal, do you want to go next or? Sorry, I was not prepared for that portion. I think I effed up, guys. But I just pulled up how to survive a plane crash, 10 tips that could save your life. Okay, if you've survived a crash landing, you have a pretty good chance of getting out of the airplane alive, but you only have 90 seconds to do so. <gasps> what? So be fast. Yeah. Why? Well, the accident explode. That makes sense. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing that kills most passengers in a plane crash isn't the actual impact. It's the fire that typically engulfs the plane afterwards. Yeah. Man, you should have been doing this, highlighting this segment. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
things I didn't know. So, yes, on average, 90 seconds for a fire to burn through the plane's aluminum fuselage and consume everything and everyone in it. God damn, this article is... Wow. That's dark. Wow. Wow. Sherry, is yours adjacent to that? It is. So mine is uh, you have a 69% chance of survival if you sit behind the wings. So when you're choosing your, like, choosing your seats, that's, you know, the better place to sit. First class, not where you want to sit. No, apparently. (laughs) No. Well, that's usually what goes down, I feel like, like the front of the plane. And to brace yourself, so feet flat, your head cradled against your knees or the seat in front of you is your best position if your plane is going down. Okay. I would also say pack better. Think about when you pack, guys. That's a big survival tip because if they had some useful things in there, that would have helped. Less journals. Less journals, Shauna. Need some Mm. good running shoes because Converse do not have good support. (laughs) You're going to regret that later in life. Dress for the plane, guys. Dress for the plane. (laughs) Don't wear – that's a great survival tip. Don't wear freaking heels or whatever some people wear. That's one of the things that I read was choose your footwear like smartly because if you have to get off that plane fast in less than 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. And your comfort. Like you want to be comfortable. Don't wear something like restricting. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you uh, for listening to our inaugural episode of Spilling the Blood. We'll be back to talk about episode two very soon. In the meantime, you can catch us on Twitter at blood underscore spilling and on Instagram at spilling underscore the underscore blood. Until next time, yellow snackets, stay out of the woods. <laughs>